Hello, and welcome to Holdenless Road Methodist Church Audio Worship. The audio you are about to hear was broadcast on Sunday the 9th of May. Thanks to Steve for leading us in worship. Hello, and we extend a warm welcome to you for our online service, and today we'll be focusing on Jesus' commandment to love one another and what that might mean for us. We start with a call to worship that I take this morning from Psalm 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Our first song of praise is I Could Sing of Your Love Forever.
We turn now to our prayers of adoration and confession. Let us pray. Father God, we bow before you and we praise you. For you are not distant to us and you choose to remain with us and stand by us. We praise you for your son Jesus who channeled your love to us and taught us how to love one another. Holy Father, we cannot comprehend what you have done for us and we realise that sometimes it is enough to know that you are eternal, you are all-loving and you alone are holy. And so we worship you now and we ask that you would hear our prayers and words and songs for we gather today to give you our adoration and our praise. These things in the name of Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. A prayer of confession. Father God, we are mindful that you taught us in your love for us to obey your commands, to love each other as you loved us. We have been short with people. We have said unkind things. We have neglected to be kind. We have not allowed you to abide in us and our hearts are heavy as we turn to you, the author of life, to be merciful to us and to forgive us for our wrongdoings. O oh Lord, help us to know you at all times in our lives. Help us to recognise your presence and to heed your commands so that in our gentleness of spirit, we may share your love with others. O oh God, in your amazing grace, you hear our prayers, and in the name of Jesus, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. We share together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. John chapter 15 verses 9 to 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are, you are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, 
but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commandments so that you may love one another. Amen. And so we hear again from John's Gospel this week. After the words Jesus told us about himself in one of the I am sayings in John's Gospel, when he said, I am the true vine. Jesus teaches that we are all connected, that we must all remain in him. And if we do so, we will bear much fruit. Our passage comes just after this. And for the writer of John's Gospel, there is a great emphasis on love. And to show this, he mentions it nine times in just this little section. So like the vine, we are to remain in Jesus and in doing this, also remain in his love. We need to be connected to him in everything that we do and are. And if we are connected to Jesus, we are connected to the Father, who is the source of love. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. In Jesus, we see a mirror of the Father's love and we are taught to remain in his love. So how do we remain or abide in Jesus's love? The Greek word used for remain or abide or stay is meno, but scholars explain that this doesn't just mean to stay for a short while or hang around for a bit and then go and do your own thing. It means to stay, to last, to endure, to be there continually. And Jesus is telling the disciples that to do this, to stay with him continually, they must keep his commands. So firstly, if we keep Jesus's commands, we will remain in his love. Just like Jesus and the Father. I remember so many times being told off for doing something dangerous as a child. To me, it was probably more of an adventure to go where I wanted to go, when I wanted to go there. Well, there was one time when I was just 10 and I just passed my cycling proficiency test and feeling very proud of myself as a 10 year old, I cycled home and with great confidence gave the clear and the correct hand signal to turn right and then turned left, confusing the car driver behind me who I soon found out just happened to be my dad. Quite rightly, I was told off for not being careful enough and obeying the laws of the road. And it's a lesson that I've never forgotten. It was a lesson in practical love. It was a lesson to follow the commands, not for my dad's sense of importance, but because he loved me and he wanted me to be safe. We must keep Jesus's commands 
if we are to remain in his love. Verse 9 in our text says, If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. Let's remember firstly that when we keep Jesus' commands, we remain, we abide continually, we stay in his love, and in so doing we receive the love of our Father in heaven. And what of commands? In the synoptic Gospels, Jesus speaks of love for God and loving our neighbour as ourselves. In John, he gives a new commandment. In chapter 13, verse 34, Jesus says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. In our passage for today, verse 15, Jesus says, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. We hear those words again, as I have loved you. And this is the key to this new command. As Jesus was loved by his Father, so we must love Jesus, because he is our benchmark. Jesus is our teacher, and Jesus is our good shepherd, from whom we gain all of our understanding about love and how to give and how to show love to those around us. If we keep his commands, we will remain in his love. Well, secondly, if we keep his commands, Jesus will recognise us as his friends. The friendship we have with someone can be very different to the friendship that we have with someone else. We might meet with a friend from time to time and maybe have a coffee together. And there are friends who uh, share a common interest. On places like Facebook and other social media, we can have what it calls friends from all around the world, if we want to do, on our profiles. Some are just passing acquaintances, maybe a friend of a friend. Others have a closer bond to us. A question we could ask is, have we actually met all of our friends on social media? Well, in this last year, it's quite possible that true and lasting friendships can and do exist online. Like some pen pals, for example, who only meet up once in their lifetimes. There's a quote that says, True friendship is when you walk into their house and your Wi-Fi connects automatically. There's another quote that says of a friend, We'll be the best friends forever because you already know too much. Well, in John, John 15, verses 14 and 15, Jesus says this, You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends 
For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Let's not underestimate what Jesus means here. This is like a prince giving you personal access to the whole of the king's castle and all of its contents. But even an image like this doesn't go close enough to what Jesus is saying to the disciples. The son of the living God is calling the disciples his friends. Even after the glory of the resurrection, Jesus is showing a love that has no limits. And we have to know that this friendship is real. Jesus has shared some of the most amazing, heartbreaking, painful and joyful moments of his earthly life with the disciples. His friendship is real and lasting and it is offered to us as well. But we must remember that Jesus is also not equal to the disciples. And whilst everything Jesus has heard from his father, he has made known to his friends. He has shared through conversation and trust. He also requires obedience from his friends. That is the nature of this special relationship. We become Jesus' friends because we obey his commandments. And these commandments, to love one another as he loved us, to love our neighbour as ourselves, to love the Lord our God with all our heart and soul and mind, are a choice we have been given. But as the first line of the hymn says, what a friend we have in Jesus. For Jesus sacrificed his own life for us. We read, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Of all friends then, this one is worth fixing our loyalty upon. Jesus asks us to obey his commands because if we do, we have the protection of a loving saviour. A saviour who washed his disciples' feet and a saviour who was willing to make the ultimate sacrifice for his friends and for the whole of the world. And finally, a third thing to notice if we keep Jesus' commands is that our joy will be complete in verse 11, Jesus says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. None of us would naturally associate the word obey with the word joy. But that isn't probably surprising when worldly joy is seen as perhaps power and possessions when worldly joy is seen as being comfortable and financially successful, perhaps. But what is real success? I would argue that real success is being obedient to the maker of all things through Jesus Christ. This kind of success surpasses anything we can possibly imagine.
because it is the success of knowing God personally. It is the success of knowing that our trials and tribulations in this world are completely replaced with joy. And in fact, in James 1 verse 2, it says to consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And First Peter 1 verses 7 and 9 tells us these trials have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him, now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Let us remember that our true joy is only found in Jesus, in his friendship and in his love. One of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is joy and Jesus speaks of fruit that will last. In 2 John 1 verse 12 we read from the author, I have much to write to you but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. When we finally meet with Jesus face to face, our joy will have its fulfilment. Let us keep his commands as we walk in love together. Let us remain in his love, enjoy his friendship and companionship on our journey of life. And let us experience the true joy of knowing a saviour who has the greatest love that we will ever know. Amen. Let's sing together now. What a friend we have in Jesus. trouble 
turn now to our prayers of intercession and the response is God of love hear our prayer O God of love friend to those in power with the local elections this week we are reminded of the privilege we have in being able to engage in democracy and vote whatever our political leanings we pray for those who have retained or gained places on our local councils. May they be diligent in working for the communities they serve and passionate about improving the lives of others and open to listening to different views from their own. Equip all of our political representatives with the gifts of thoughtfulness, of grace, and of integrity, we pray. O God of love, hear our prayer. O God of love, friend to those in pain, we look at the situation unfolding in India and continue to feel despair for those who are ill and dying and for those grieving for loved ones. We pray for the urgent supplies India needs to arrive quickly. We pray for more oxygen, medicine and vaccines. May countries who have plenty be generous in their response to the crisis. Please bring the people of India some signs of improvement and some signs of hope. O God of love, hear our prayer. O God of love, friend to those who are tired even though we are moving out of crisis mode, we know that many of our medics and nursing staff are exhausted after a year of COVID. Help those in the NHS who are weary and tired to find rest and re find renewed enthusiasm for their work. There are also many members of our wider communities left with long COVID symptoms struggling with daily life and we ask for insightful research into the after effects of coronavirus and ways to help those who are finding it hard to return to normal life O god of love hear our prayer god of love friend to those who are struggling as the country opens up and some of us move back to real life meetings or going out to work. We are aware that there are many for whom the pandemic has brought profound change to their circumstances. We think of the people who have lost their jobs and faced financial hardship as a result. 
And we ask for resilience in the face of such difficult times. Perseverance as people seek new work and try to cope with the demands of everyday life and courage to face the challenges each new day brings. O God of love, hear our prayer. O God of love, friend of our friends, thank you for the gift of friendship. Thank you for the people who bring fun and joy into our lives. Thank you for the warmth that friends bring. Thank you that we can once again see those we love and enjoy their company. Despite the pain and struggle this year has brought, we thank you for the friends that have helped us, stuck by us, cheered us up, listened and sympathised and helped us to cope. Bless our friends and help us to look to Jesus, to learn how to deepen our friendships and live the life of love he modelled. O God of love, hear our prayer and accept our prayers, we pray, in the name of Jesus, our Saviour. Amen. Our closing song speaks of God's amazing love and grace, a source of such joy and a reason to be thankful. We sing together, amazing grace, my chains are gone. Dissolve like snow, the sun. 
Jesus, we are so thankful for your faith in us and we praise your name for you have chosen to be our friend. Help us to obey when you command us to love each other and help us to see the opportunities to love as we live our daily lives. Amen. We say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all forevermore. Amen. <laughs>